Hi guys, welcome back to Mama's AF. This is Christian, Christy, and Emily. So today we have a special guest, Erica. You might remember her from our previous episode. What was it, like a year ago? Yeah, about a year ago. About a year ago, Abby Cakes. Mm -hmm. So we invited Erica because during this quarantine season, Erica has been fueled to start her website called Know Your Ballot. So we want to hear more about it. What inspired you to start it? Tell us all about it. And then also, congratulations, you launched it in Spanish yesterday. Yes. yes. So that is, I was so proud of you. I was like, oh my God, her Spanish. I didn't know you spoke Spanish. So awesome. <laughs> hey, I, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. So tell us all about it. How did this even come about? Where did your idea come from? So I wish I had a pretty story. I wish it was like a nice story. But honestly, I feel like it was kind of um, inspired and born from heartbreak. Um, so with the passing of George Floyd, I went kind of on a tailspin of emotions. I think many of us did. Um, and I found myself feeling like another level of despair that I've never felt before. And George Floyd, I mean, is one of many black people that have been murdered by the hands of law enforcement. Right. You know, racism has been going on longer than all of us have been alive. But something struck me about seeing him be murdered. And I found myself just in this tailspin of emotions, feeling anxiety and heartache and just real pain, really, is the best way to describe it. And um, I feel like when I get in those moments, I am propelled to act. And that's really the only thing that can bring me out of it is figuring out, okay, how do I contribute myself are you a, a fixer i'm a fixer i think so i think <laughs> i'm a fixer and my real passion is in helping people prior to being okay. a stay-at-home mom i was a social worker and so okay. i've worked um you know in victim advocacy with survivors from domestic violence child welfare and so helping is just kind of in my nature right so i'm like okay how can i help how can i contribute mm -hmm. and um before i kind of got to that point i went kind of on like a self-introspection journey and one of the things that I found out was not pretty about myself is that I have not been consistent in contributing to the Black Lives Matter movement. And as a black woman, I think that my truth is that sometimes I think when major events happen, like the murder of George Floyd, we get riled up and we get encouraged because there is so much conversation around it. Right. And so we all are like excited and we want to make sure that we're doing what we can. But eventually that news dies down. And mm -hmm. so we become numb to it almost. Mm -hmm. And I decided personally that I cannot live that way anymore. I cannot. And, you know, I haven't always gotten it right, but I cannot keep getting it wrong. There right. is, I have to do something. something Actual lives mm -hmm. depend on me showing up, all of us showing up right. and doing that consistently. So with that being said, in going in on this, you know, introspective journey, I said, okay, like, what are the ways that I can contribute and make sure that I'm constantly making sure that I'm a part of the conversation to um, empower black people and to combat racism. And one, a couple of things that I thought about were, you know, supporting black businesses consistently and seeking them out and also making sure that I'm voting in the mm -hmm. local elections. I am not a consistent voter. And it makes such a difference on every level, locally, statewide, federally. I mean, these are people that are tasked with policing us, setting budgets for community programs. And, you know, I think that 
it made me realize that I needed to stop looking at voting as a right and more as a responsibility oh, wow. to my That's community. Yeah. <laughs> and it really is. And a lot of people think, oh, my vote doesn't count. Oh, and a lot oh of my gosh. don't vote we, for that reason. I, I was having this conversation with my husband last night, and he was like, does the vote really matter? And I'm like, yes, it matters. It absolutely does. So there's think, two things yeah. that I've never been comfortable discussing. One has been religion. And one has been politics. Mm-hmm. I'm super comfortable with my religious aspect now. I can have those conversations. And I'm still struggling with the politics, though. It's so hard to understand. And when I do vote, I get so much anxiety because I don't. I'm, there's so many people on there. And I'm like, what, is, what do they stand for? What uh-huh. does she stand for? Like, I don't understand it. Yeah. And honestly... I- that was me. That was me for the longest time. It was like, it's too overwhelming. It's yeah. Too, there's not enough people talking about it. I don't know how I'm going to gather an opinion from all yes. of these candidates that are running in all these roles. I don't even know what all these people do. Yes. But it's our responsibility to find out. Yeah. You know, we have to be in the thick of the work. And if we anticipate that the work is always going to be easy, it's always going to scare us off. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to have some tough stuff that we're going to have to face in this. And I think that you know, on this journey that I've been on, it's made me realize that honestly, when you get in the thick of it, it's really not as complex as we think. I mean, you know, if a person is spewing hate speech, if a person is um, being degrading toward a group, that's probably not someone that you want in office. Exactly. In any position. <laughs> sometimes it really is that yeah. easy, not always, but sometimes. And so it's worth taking a look at. And what prompted Know Your Ballot was talking with my friends and many of them saying exactly what you said. I'm intimidated. I'm scared. Yes. I, I want to make the right decision. But you don't have to know everything about everyone and every topic. You just have to know something because knowledge okay. is power. And as long as we are making an effort to make informed decisions, I don't think that we can go wrong there. Okay. So it really inspired me to start the site and kind of just to take it a step further and say, I know that we can't be the only ones that are feeling this way. Oh no! And so <laughs> why not, you know, start this initiative to empower people to get out and vote informed. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. I know when you told us, I was like, oh my God, that's so awesome. <laughs> I'm so happy for you because like Christian said, it's hard to talk about politics just because everybody's views and opinions about things are different. Mm-hmm. Especially um, now, everybody's so vocal, especially because the person we have running the White House. Yeah, and, like, gosh, and so there's hard. just so much. There's so much coming out now that we definitely need to do our research right now. I mean, I know it is like you said, it is a little bit of work, but mm-hmm. ultimately, it's for like the main goal, which is to make things better, not just for us, but for the future of our kids. Absolutely. And just everything in general. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think you make like such a good point and just talking about like, it's such a hard time right now because I feel like we are such a divided country. Mm-hmm. And even that I feel like can make the work more difficult. Like I cannot tell you how many times since, you know, the murder of George Floyd and starting to know your ball that I've cried because the images in the media, you know, injustice. Every week, there's something new. (laughs) I'm like, what is going to come out next? And it's like, the thing that makes it hard for me is, okay, yeah, maybe the media is spinning it out of control, but at the same time, it's like, it feels heavy because mm-hmm. it just seems like the injustice just seems like it's okay. Like it it's happens acceptable. so often. Mm-hmm. It's acceptable. We're numb to it that it's just like, oh, it's another murder. Oh, it's another person being um, harassed by the per- police officers. And it's just like, that's not the world I want to live in. That's mm-hmm. not the America that I love. Like, Absolutely. you know, I, I'm like the type of person that wants to have everybody come together. And that just like, it's just felt so draining and so heavy. And then I think to myself, like, 
if I feel this way, I can't even imagine what like African Americans go through on the daily, you know, Mm -hmm. their anxiety and how they feel all day. So I want you to talk about that a little bit. Um, you being African American and then your husband is Latino, right? Mm-hmm. How, yeah. how? I was going to say American and uh, oh, you're mixed. Okay. Yeah, mixed. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> um, so how has that been for you guys? Do you have you guys found any like struggles or challenges with that or like you're from Costa? You have Costa Rican and Salvadorian, correct? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, yeah, on my dad's side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Personally, in our relationship, I would say not so much, thank God, you know, and, and different relationships that I've been in. Yes, I think that that's been in different interracial relationships that I've been in. That's been kind of a glaring issue. But with him and I, not so much. I think more so on a grander scale, just recognizing that members of our family who are immigrants, um, who may have a darker skin tone than me because colorism is a very real thing. Oh my gosh, that um, was my rude awakening this year. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think that that has been, those have been the discussions that we have had. And he's been, you know, an incredible supporter of Know Your Ballot and just my, you know, advocacy um, because he realizes that even if it's not at our front door, it's outside. Mm-hmm. And we don't get to sit in our house and pretend that because things are maybe right now okay here, that other people are not suffering. We cannot yeah. be immune to that and we have to do our part. Yeah. Um, you know, you talked a little bit just about the weight that we feel. And I've kind of like developed this mantra for myself of like weep and work. (laughs) It's like, it does get heavy, you know, and it is sad and it's hard and it's heartbreaking to see these things that are going on. And so I, I've always like, I'm a crier. I never used to be, but after I became a mom, it's motherhood. Oh yeah. I think it's mother. Well, I don't know. I think if you ask my family, they'd be like, I was going to say, (laughs) so lucky you you got, you came to the party late, but I don't know. I find crying to be like very cleansing and healing. And so I always like encourage my friends, like cry, cry it out. Mm -hmm. Like that's important. Um, and so I do, like, I allow myself that time to reflect and to cry and to weep if necessary. And then it's like, okay, now that I'm in this midst of pain, how do I propel myself? Yes. Like, what does the work look like from here? Because I can't stay stagnant, you know? So right. it's like weep and work. That's like this kind of... It's what's fueling your work. That I've been in right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like my fuel, the tears. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just, it's been crazy. I don't know, just to see everything and... I'm so proud of you with Know Your Ballot. Thank you. So how can, obviously, Know Your Ballot, you're on Instagram. Do you Mm -hmm. have a Facebook? I do have a Facebook. I need to get better about Facebook. I was off Facebook forever. I feel like Instagram is just so much easier to make. To market. Yes. It really is. I don't know a lot about Facebook. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) I took um, like a vow in my last year of college. I think it was like at the end of my master's degree, which seems like forever ago now. But I was like, I need to get off so that I can finish my capstone project. And then I just never got back on. Mm -hmm. So now I'm kind of trying to learn. But yes, to answer your question, I am. Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, and the website, website. which is www dot know your ballot us.com okay so what is your ultimate goal with know your ballot do you want something to go like obviously you want us to be like obviously more informed but like what the ultimate envision, goal like your ultimate goal what do you envision know your ballot going like where do you envision that going i think ultimately the overarching goal is to empower people to vote informed um and to get in the thick of the work but i think on a grander scale I hope that just like my story, my 
you know, awakening in this year and taking the time to develop this initiative will inspire someone else to take action. You've inspired action. us. Oh, yes. You've inspired us for You guys sure. inspire me. Sure. Like, I am so inspired by Mamas AF and just how yeah. real and raw you are and vocal that's hard <laughs> you know what you know what's hard it's the backlash yes. but it comes yeah. with the territory of being open it does it it's really just does. part of the game i guess yeah i can see that it's hard i'll be honest I, I am not um like a person who's comfortable being visible so it's that's really been tough for me and if i can share like know your ballot almost didn't even launch because of that <laughs> because of that i get, oh, oh no. my it's like almost like it was like paralyzing like the week Stop. that i was like like i'm gonna launch it i'm gonna launch it um i just kept having doubts kind of like stage fright yeah oh, i was like goodness. do i really want to put myself out there <laughs> it's not even worth it my husband and you know Brittany, one of my best yeah. friends still is abby kate she can tell you i just went back and forth and I and that's you, funny that you say that. Sorry to no, interrupt no, you because I remember when we talked about Abby Cakes and you were the one pushing her. Like, what do you? Because she, <laughs> she was in the front, girl. She was in the front, so it was yeah. okay. Like, I'm totally fine <laughs> taking the back seat. She wasn't. She, yeah. she was driving that bus, and I was more than happy to be like the coat, you know, in the, the back behind the scenes. No, girl. Yeah. No. Um, no, she's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, taking that advice for myself has been like such a journey as well, and I. This is going to sound like probably dramatic and crazy, but the week that I was supposed to launch, I kept just like going back and forth, back and forth. And Friday came and like crazily enough, it just happened to be Juneteenth. Oh, wow. Perfect. And when I tell you like, Chill. this is going to happen. No, like when I tell I'm probably going to get emotional and cry. It's okay. But it was literally like almost like. It's no, okay. Don't be Girl, you do it all the time. It was almost like the spirits of my ancestors were like pushing me forward to say today's your day your cheerleaders yeah like to say that all of their pain was not in vain for me to be able to speak out to speak so boldly to have the relationship that i have with my husband for my children to have the opportunities that they have and if they endured so much how could i not you know, surpass and put to the side all of these fears and anxieties that I had. Yes. So that was really powerful for me to launch on that day. You know, it was like so symbolic. Um, and unplanned. And, and unplanned. That's the beauty you know, of it. Really that's that's the beauty of it. I can't tell you how many, Yeah, I really went to push like go every day. And now today's not the day. Today's not the day. And Juneteenth happened to come around and it was the perfect day. Yeah. It always Same. happens like that. But I'm so happy. Yeah. But you know what? Taking a leap, like for us, Mama's AF podcast was just something we talked about. It was nothing that for we months. never envisioned. <laughs> yeah, for months. We're like, oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, we're going to record it. And then we would just never do it. Yeah. And I don't think we ever envisioned it becoming what it is. You know, I think we just kind of wanted to do it for us. And mm-hmm. then it just became what it was. <clears throat> but like for us too, in the beginning, I feel like I was anxious and nervous about it because I never felt comfortable talking like or recording myself or talking to people or anything even still to this day i kind of get stage right and i'm like christian you're more vocal <laughs> no, you're, you're such know? a natural yeah. <laughs> i would never know that if you yeah hadn't said i would never know that i still do sometimes so christian's like my like the girl that's like okay i'll do it you know um which i'm very thankful for her um but yeah like for us it was kind of hard but i think once you do it you just kind of start getting comfortable and it's just like 
okay, like you. And feel it's like rewarding. A it's yeah. rewarding. People DM. I'm sure you get DMs yeah. all the time. People have been awesome, and, and very it makes you realize like I am serving a greater purpose, mm-hmm. and that's something that I was having another conversation with my quarantine buddy, with Junior, and my husband, and I was telling him I'm like, there. That's all I can have conversations with nowadays. <laughs> And I was like, there's more to life than the things of this world. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, what do you mean? Because he's fueled by goals and accomplishments, and that's his prerogative. Mm-hmm. For me, there's more to life than the things of this world. Yeah. So, like we said in our previous episode with Black Lives Matter, with us rising up and taking a stand, all of those things, if we could just throw love in the mix... Absolutely. This could run so much more smoothly. I know that sounds Love corny. Love more, hate less. But Literally. that's what it comes down to. And it goes back to, you guys know where I stand with my faith. So yeah. it goes back to Jesus. His love was our salvation. So why did we forget that? Is that why we're sitting here in 2020 in this quarantine? That's it definitely makes now. you wonder. Yeah. And I think that, like you said, sometimes... You know, when you look at it for what it really is, hate and love and acceptance, yes. they seem like the most simple concepts. I mean, they really are. They are. It's just... They are. Accepting someone for the color of their skin. I mean, when it comes to Black Lives Matter, yes. accepting someone for the color of their skin, not allowing it to be a weapon used like, why against is it, them. Why is that even a thing? Like, yeah. why is that even something that would make you question would anything? Would define a difference, now yeah. Now like, 2020. You know, like... Yes! It's like, I, I thought like, we were over this. I it's thought crazy. we were more accepting now. And it just seems like we reverted back. You know, everybody knows that I hate Trump. <laughs> we, <laughs> gonna put oh, we, we know. <laughs> we know. So, we know. Um, I just feel like when you have somebody that's like supposed to be like the leader and like set the best example for all of the nation. And they're, like you said, being fueled by hate, being fueled by this or making speeches about that. It just makes things so much harder, and I feel like those people that already have kind of like that hate in them, it ignites it even more, which makes it so much harder. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but every time that we go to the grocery store, it seems like everybody's like on a rampage trying to hurry up, and then they're like irritated, or like they're, they're more frustrated than normal, which I get, but it just seems like everybody's on edge. Oh yeah, I hate that feeling. Mm -hmm. I hate that feeling going places, and it's like... People are just, like, being rude or, like, I'm just, like, relax. Like, we're just buying groceries. Like I'm going to play devil's advocate. I want to say I'm grateful for Trump, and I'm going to tell you why. Because there's a part of me that believes that Trump has allowed the people who are hiding behind their nastiness to come out. Yes. Mm. That's how I feel, So I'm grateful for him because now they're out, and now we have to stand up. Because we were hiding, thinking everything was peachy, mm-hmm. and now we're like, "Holy crap! Mm-hmm. What These is happening?" Exist. It's brought so yes. much to the forefront. Yes, yeah. I've learned about my privilege of being so white, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Holy crap! This is not okay. This is not okay." And it really has been so, around for a long time. Like our dad's like dark, really dark skin. I, was, I don't know if you've seen the picture I posted of him yesterday, but. He's, like, super dark skin. So, like, there has been times where I, like, look back now and I see, like, oh, you know, that's that was somebody being racist to my dad when we were little. But I didn't realize that's what it was until now that I'm older. Yeah. You know, because we're all light-skinned. My mom's super light-skinned. Um, I mean, we're not super light, but, you know, what I mean. Like, he's a lot yeah. darker than yeah. us. And now that I look back and I'm like, oh, what the heck, you know? So oh, yeah. It's, it's crazy. It It is. And growing up, just having, you know, darker skin, I can definitely, like, identify moments of, you know, being followed around in a store or making, you know, comments about an interracial relationship that I was in. 
So there are like definitely like marked moments in my own life where I'm like, oh my goodness, I've been, you know, when you endure it for so long, it does almost feel safer to say, oh, those people are just ignorant, mm-hmm. you know, for, uh, I'm not even going to pay them any mind, but it's, it's it doesn't help, you know, it just continues mm-hmm. to allow them to perpetuate this really literally dangerous cycle. It is. And so we, like you said, we have to speak out. We have to use our voices and say, like, this is not okay any longer. And I love yeah. your perspective. I have to say, like, just about Trump to say, no, he is maybe just meant to be here to unveil all of this negativity in the yep. world that we now need to, you know, have the power to speak out against. And you know yeah. what? I'm glad that everybody's recording things now. Because all of those people yes. who have been recorded and are being Karens and Kens or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> um, we see you. Okay. We see you. Okay. You know what? I'm glad that their employers and the people that are around them are, you know, taking that next step and saying, hey, that's not okay. Yes. Holding them accountable and making them realize, like, dude, you're wrong, you know, and it's not okay. So I'm happy for all the people who record. Oh, I say goodness. I have my phone on me all the time just in case I need to. <laughs> I hope you don't run into yeah. a Karen because oh, I feel girl. like it is not going to be nice. Oh, no. <laughs> no. It's so true, though, because I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I would, like, hate on social media. And yeah. I said, oh, my goodness. The most foolish things are out there. Yeah. yeah. But in this time, oh, my goodness. It is such a powerful tool. I am so, like, You can't deny it. It's everything. right there in front of you. Pro, yes. every, pro TikTok, pro Instagram, yeah. pro Facebook, even <laughs> if I'm not on it. Yes. Yes. You yes, know, broadcast what's going on out there. Yeah, definitely. Times. So we will see what else 2020 has in store for us. But I do want to say one thing yeah. because about your stage fright. You've got a little girl looking up at you. And where you're taking know your ballot, you are handing down to the next generation. Because the little people love us. Yeah. And, all <laughs> and they want to be us. us. <laughs> they, they look at up, up to us often yes. and mm-hmm. do a lot of things and we don't notice it and so I'm it's a good and a I'm bad, really but this time it's a good one. She'll look up to you and be like, I want to be like mommy. Thank you so yeah, much. That means a lot. Oh my gosh. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much. I no, I, I do take that into consideration. You know, she, my kids in general, both her and my son, mm-hmm. you know, they have really been the fuel behind this project too. I want to leave a better their world future, for them. Yes. What I've grown up in. I feel like as their mom, I owe that to them to give every bit of myself, whether it be to, you know, Black Lives Matter movement, just improving this world in any way that I can, you know, for all yes. of our kids. I think that they deserve that. And she watches me sometimes when I record my videos and then I hear her with her brother, know your ballot. And so it's so true, you know, they really do look yeah. up to us. And so I definitely keep that in mind. Um, yeah, I think it's just about us all kind of just doing our part. I was—I don't know if you guys have seen um, Selma. I haven't. Yeah, oh I haven't. My God. Did you is see that it? With Oprah? That's such a good movie. Um, oh, yes, no. Oprah That's is in Oprah? it. Yeah, okay. she actually is in it. Um, but I it's an incredible it. film that was directed by um, Ava DuVernay, and it's about the marches in Selma, oh, okay. um, led by Dr. King and um, is it on John Netflix? Lewis. Um, I think I saw it on Amazon. So I don't think it's on Netflix yet, but I saw it on Amazon. They were like allowing it to be rented for free for a while. So you might be able to get it for free. Um, But it's about the marches on Selma where um, there were peaceful protests um, to um, advocate for black people to be able to vote and to um, protest against voter suppression that was going on. And rest in people. Yeah. And rest in peace, John Lewis, who just passed. He was actually, you know, a part of those marches and, there is like such a poignant scene in that movie where 
Dr. King and one of his um, associates, I think his name is Ralphie, um, were arrested following a peaceful protest. And Dr. King is just so discouraged in the cell. And, you know, you think about Dr. Martin Luther King and how powerful of a person right, that he was. Right, you would never think he doubted but, himself. Yeah, <laughs> but this is like such a, a vulnerable moment for him where he's really questioning whether or not their efforts are worth it. You know, people are being killed. People are being harmed. Their lives are being ruined because they are protesting for the right to be equal. Right. And he is you know, asking, you know, his friend Ralphie, how do we move forward? And Ralphie says something, and I apologize if I don't quote it, you know, exactly, but he says, we take it piece by piece. You know, we continue to build the road the best way we know how, mm -hmm. rock by rock. And I think that that is something that we all have to remember in this time. Yes. We all have gifts, we all have amazing ideas, we all have power in our voice. And it's just about us contributing our rock. You know, know your ballot. I'm grateful that for me, that is one of the tools that I have mm -hmm. to contribute. Because even though we may not see the changes that we want in our lifetime, we're building something greater yeah. for the next generation. Definitely. So yeah. I encourage people to not be discouraged by everything that's out there. And in spite of your fears, your anxieties, know that this fight that we're in is worth it. Yeah. It's all worth it. That was powerful. Thank you. Oh, Thank you for sharing that. Now I'm going to want to go watch it. I know. I want to watch it today. Watch it. Yeah. Everyone should watch really it. It's incredible. Really good, it? I'm going to watch yes. it today for sure. Yeah. Sundays are for movies. Have you, guys just, have you guys watched Off the Topic, but have you watched Just Mercy yet with Michael B. Jordan? I did watch Just Mercy. Oh. I watched Just Mercy. I watched 13. Yeah, we kind of went on like a Black Lives Matter movie spree. Have you read? Do you like to read? <laughs> I love to read. Have you read The Sun Does Shine? No. It's a I really good it's one. One of the guys that comes on the Just Mercy one of the guys that's like that they're portraying um is anthony ray hinton mm -hmm. and he was wrongfully committed and he wrote a book about his experience yes Let me tell i know what you're talking about and i cried so much in that book i want to so, read it it's very the sun good. don't shine the sun does shine the sun does shine yeah. okay okay i'm going to absolutely yeah. read it everyone yeah, so will link everything in our bio <laughs> <laughs> and Emily's like writing everything down book, yeah we'll put the book down we'll definitely put her um i know you guys have seen us post her the movie but we'll also um link her page so you guys can see it and then that way you guys can yes. follow the website and kind of get details on voting and all the other stuff that she's gonna have on there so we're excited i'm excited thank you so Super much exciting. thank you for having so much i appreciate you guys taking the time it's an it. honor you guys are incredible women Aww, so thank you. I look forward you. to all that you all are going to contribute to because your voices are so powerful Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Well, remember everyone, vote. Vote. Yes. Vote. <laughs> vote. Yes. Please vote. vote. And encourage those around you to vote. It does matter. And Everybody it's in Spanish too. So for us with family members who don't speak English, it's all available in Spanish too. Yep. So there's no excuse. Yep. <laughs> I better see you guys with your voting sticker. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, thank you for right. listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.